0: This this,
1: this, this, is Fight Disciples.
0: We are gathered here today
1: for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk.
0: Welcome to episode 194 of the Fight Disciples podcast. This one is dedicated to the world of UFC. Hope you're well. Thank you so much for your company. Uh, You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, Just look for Fight Disciples. You can also get us... Uh, fightdisciples.com if you're on Android. All the feeds are on there for you. And we're all over social media too, at Fight Disciples on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you will have noticed by downloading this particular um, uh, episode that the title of the episode is uh, a rip-off of a very famous Ed Sheeran song. Now, I need to explain it. It's all paid homage to the one and only Motown phenom himself. The winner. Uh, the winner that is... Uh, Kevin Lee, because Kev, if you are listening to the show, and I'm gonna tag you in this, so therefore hope you hopefully you will uh, listen to the show and have a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a ditty with this uh, opening segment of the programme. Um how the fuck did you win that fight, mate? How the fuck did you stay on your feet, brother? That spinning back kick you got caught absolutely square in the temple, and then all of a sudden
1: when your legs don't work like they used to before. <laughs>
0: Stanky leg! He was doing the stanky dance, wasn't he, mate? That's the worst stanky I have ever seen in my entire life. For I, then someone to go on to win
1: a fight, I couldn't stop rewatching it. You know, it was amazing. i, had to, I had it? to keep rewinding it because I was like, look, just look at his legs. Do the stanky leg! At one point, he was sta- stanky leg. He was basically standing on his ankle. His foot was <laughs> twisted over to one side. He was just fucking flailing everywhere, and then he just desperately just shot for that double leg. Um, man, when you survive shit like that, you deserve to have your hand raised. Of course I, you do. You know, listen, take that. Minute away, that oh, crisis is He fucking destroyed He Barb battered Elsa. him. Absolutely destroyed Do you know him. what
0: he did? He kabibed him. That's what. What do you mean? I don't read your fucking note. Who makes notes? You I make made a quick note. I you made a <laughs> quick.
1: Mate. There was that many fights at You're the weekend. I thought you, I, right? I better make some. You're Are yeah. you? I better make some notes. That's why people obviously beat uh, him up like Khabib. That's what my exact words. Beat him up like right. Khabib. He did ragdoll him. Absolutely. Yeah. From the first second, he walked sensational
0: in. on the deck. I'm just gonna fucking him. Ten
1: eight him. round, first round, yeah. boom. Uh, that was just the way he kind of followed suit. par from that spin and heel. Yeah, he smashed. When
0: it it. Like, <laughs> he smashed into bits. The Motan Phenom was absolutely sensational. But I'll tell you something.
1: When your legs don't work like they used to before.
0: That's some conditioning that, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely some yeah. conditioning.
1: If you can recover from that when you were you were out. <laughs> you were out, brother. Of course. Fair play, mate. It was, uh, it was kind of insane. It was kind of insane. But you know what? He's, uh, he just lost his coach and all that, hadn't he, as well? And you just think, for a second, there yeah, was someone looking down on him. Did someone give him a, a little bit of a help to stay on his feet or to help with that double leg to mm. save him kind of thing? But it was a standout performance. And, you know, for me, now he's become like... He's he's come like mini Khabib in, in regards to... If I was Palladier, who won last week and won in sensational fashion. You know what, fashion. Kevin Lee? You don't want to fight Kevin Lee, man. No, no, but what I'm thinking is if you can't beat Kevin Lee, then you ain't got a fucking hope in hell against Khabib. Hmm. Do you know You know what? You could argue Kevin Kevin Lee's better than Khabib because his hands are probably better yeah. in the stand-up, but it's like there's two versions of... I feel like that performance for me, it was like, wow. You've you've watched, Obviously, you've seen Khabib destroying people, taking All them right, down then. up against the fence, beating the shit out of him. Kevin Lee's just like, well, if, if you're going to get excited about him doing it, then watch me do it then. Right then, okay. Watch me
0: do it. Here's a question for you
1: then. We've just
0: had back-to-back-to-back lightweight, yeah. Uh, main, main events right mm-hmm. so obviously Khabib's in there Dustin Poirier was in there and we saw Kevin Lee yeah out of all the performances that you've seen which one impressed you the most um... or okay let me phrase it differently which one took you by surprise the most
1: Poirier I think do you think yeah I think Poirier I'd go Kevin Lee because I didn't think Kevin Lee could do what he did at yeah the but I've been game. telling you Kevin Lee can do that I've been telling you that for the last 12 yeah but months. I've seen him
0: do that it's alright yeah, you're yeah, telling me Fucking hell, you know what yep. I mean. You could tell me all sorts of shit. It doesn't mean I'm going to believe it. I think until it, I see I think,
1: it. I think Kevin Lee is. He's. I think he's. Look, he's looked at Khabib and looked at the success Khabib's getting and gone. Well, I could fuck. I could have been doing that. I could have been doing that, but I've been trying to stand up more. I've been entertain, trying to do more, yeah, entertain yeah. more. If you want me to fucking take a guy down up against the fence and beat the shit out of him for five <laughs> rounds, <laughs> I'll do it. I'm fucked. That's what I'm here to do. And I think he did that in this fight. He did. He just proved a point big style. Poor Edson Barbosa's been on the receiving end of two absolute maulens now, hasn't he? One yeah, from Khabib yeah. and now one from Kevin Lee as well. He's thinking, fucking hell. But fuck these wrestlers off, man. I don't want any of this shit no more. The, the only disappointing thing, of course, is that he missed weight. Uh, yeah. It was a pound over one. He's one fifty seven. Yeah. Obviously, this fight was at lightweight. You're allowed a pound, yeah. So he had to come in under one fifty six. He made one fifty seven, which which isn't great. Um, but it is what it is. You know, at the end of the day, it's fucking the UFC, man. If it wasn't the main event and someone wasn't losing, missing weight or on or, or fight falling off, we we think something else was wrong.
0: Mm. So, Mate, I loved it. Yeah, I me love, too, I love the performance. I love me Kevin too. Lee just in general. Just Stole the, way the show, that, didn't it? Just the way that he dresses, yeah. the way that he carries himself, the way that he talks. He's a superstar, man. Absolutely. He's a superstar. And we need him. Man. Let's be straight, man. We need some of them fucking yep. superstars. We need some guys that get on the mic and fucking rock it a little bit. And yep. straight away, microphone's in his face. You know what time it is? It's
1: Khabib time, baby. Exactly. Bring it. Exactly. I, I think with that kind of a statement, as well. It, I, I, honestly, I, pure, I totally think that he's just gone, if that's what you want... That's what your motherfucking going to get. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, wow, okay. You know, now you look at his game and go, I think you might see more guys doing this, more re- people with wrestling Reverting backgrounds back to the... and stuff going, okay, listen, you're all, you're all wanking over Khabib. I can, I can do, do that. that shit. But I've <laughs> been trying to stand up. I've been trying to do more with my hands. I've been trying to do this and do that. Yeah, man. If that's what you want to see, getting taken down and beating people up, I can do that all day. I think we went away from that in the sport because of the old, you know, the old lay and pray and all that kind of stuff. But Khabib works on top. Kevin Lee proved that he can work on top as well. Yeah. It, just, it was a fascinating performance and a massive statement to the rest of the division as well. That were you happy with the stoppage? Uh yeah, I was happy with the stoppage. He yeah, got yeah. Well, the referee was—he was miles behind on the scorecards, and his eye was opened up pretty bad. If the doctor wants to stop it, let him stop it. Mm. Don't forget, you know, look at where we are. We're in New York State, so. <laughs> They're not going to let shit go like in Vegas, where they're like, yeah, man, you can see out of one eye. Carry on. (laughs) Cut the eye. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was cut enough. Stitch the eye. Mm. Uh, Frankie Cub, surprised,
0: disappointed. Gamble paid off, man. I was like, I thought that it would be a lot tighter. I actually thought Cub would come through this, because I thought it was a little bit too early for for Frankie. After the
1: knockout to Ortega.
0: Yeah, even though Frankie, this is Frankie's town, man. Don't fuck about with Frankie here. Yeah, yeah. But that knockout against Ortega was absolutely vicious. And I thought it was... We saw what happened with Bisping. I just thought it was a little bit too quick for him to come back and jump straight back in it. But fuck me, man. He did it, but he didn't do it as emphatically
1: as he did the first time round. No. Um, but I've no arguments with it. He won the fight. Oh, God, yeah. He won it easy. Yeah. He won uh, the- uh, my thing is, obviously, I love, I love watching Frankie. I always have. Because the only way to describe him is perpetual motion. Just doesn't stop, does he? It's yeah. just constant... There's, at no point is he flat-footed. At no point is he not moving. Whether he's slipping, sliding, you know, ducking from one side to the other, letting shots go, kicks mm. go, it, he's incredible to watch. And you know, I always now I'm watching. I'm going, man, just just go down to bantam and just have one crack down there at the mm. title. You know what I mean? Because uh, I just think at featherweight now, there's, the, there's there's guys who are so much bigger. Um, but for me, I, I was quite disappointed with Cubby. And I'm a massive yeah, Cubs same. Johnson fan. It's quite disappointed with Cub because, again, the thing I've written here, no risk, no reward. I think at any point did he risk it? Any, mm. At any point did he just gamble it? Um, and sometimes that can happen when you fight a guy that stopped you before. You kind of go like, ooh, fucking hell. I'm going to try and pinch this fight rather than win it. Yeah. But when you're, too, when you're two rounds down, and I don't think there was any complaints that he won all three rounds, Frankie. Cubs corner must have known. It was in the last minute he kind of had a little base, but then Frankie fired back and he backed right off again and like smile and you just think, you're fighting the guy who's above you in the rankings. Like, so the only thing that comes next, Cub, is people behind you in the rankings. Mm. If you if you got any aspirations to get a title shot, you've got to beat this guy. And at no point did he did he risk it. At no point did he go. do You know what? I may as well just get carried mm. the fuck out again. Yeah
0: thing is, though, from a Frankie point
1: of view... That's why it wasn't
0: flames. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It didn't light up, as I anticipated it to do. But from Frankie's point of view, he's just been knocked out of Ortega. He took a gamble taking this fight because it was a dangerous fight, this rematch. In his home state. In his home state, yeah. But he comes through it, he wins it quite convincingly. Okay, he didn't light us up, but he he won it quite convincingly. And everybody now was kind of... Well, we forgot the Ortega thing. That's right. Your your momentum's back on now. Of course. Have a good rest. Have a good rest. And then, I've no doubt, he'll be back in the mix with uh, another push let's just say towards uh, the top of this division
1: yeah absolutely I don't think you know Ortega's that big I don't think he's forever for this division I think the Max Holloway fight is still a fight that we want to see Mm. um, most definitely Um, and you know what anything can happen in this sport you know Ortega's a grappler, so mm. you know injuries happen to everybody. And I think we could yet see Edgar versus Holloway quicker than we, uh, quicker than we actually imagine. Holloway Ortega, by the way, has been confirmed, hasn't it? July seventh, two two six. That's correct. Yeah,
0: that yeah. card, that two two six card. So the two two six card is Stipe and uh, DC. Yeah, that's that card. That's
1: the big international fight week in Vegas, isn't it? Yeah,
0: check this out, motherfucker. So you've got Max Holloway now. He's it's fighting Brian Ortega.
1: So double title fight.
0: Yeah, you've also got. Nganu against the Black Beast. I know. Fuck, me, Crazy, innit? Someone's
1: going in the first 30 <laughs> seconds. First so, 30 seconds, mate. Derek Lewis. Do you know what? <laughs> I think Derek Lewis will take him down, me. And he doesn't take people down. But I just think if he gets Nganu on his back... dragon. Well, both these guys are a bit like turtles, aren't they? He wants to run the back. They're kind of <laughs> fucked. Can't really get back up. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. Don't forget, you know, obviously is an absolute beast. But Derek Lewis's background, he was discovered by George Foreman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got like a fucking, he's a, you know, he tried to turn him into a boxer originally. Um, So he'll fancy it on his feet with Nganu, standing up with the boxer. That's what I mean.
0: Whoever lands first in that fight goes. flames yeah it's, it's pr- insane anyway that's ufc 226 we still got to get through ufc 225 yet yeah? there's yep. tons still to come over the next couple of weeks may is going to be absolutely sensational as we build up as well towards uh ufc liverpool which we're all dead excited about anyway back to atlantic city my yeah. friend Motown phenom without any shadow of that was tremendous the fight between frankie and cub didn't necessarily light up but there was loads of other amazing talking points uh from ufc uh atlantic city here's a question for you right because I've not taken him seriously. Maybe you have. I mean, you, former editor of Fighters Only magazine. i know that you've covered him many, many times, especially when he was in the World Series of Fighting, and you've probably spoke about his uh, amazing run that he had when he was in there. Yep. David Branch. Mm-hmm. Should I start taking him seriously now?
1: Yeah, of course you should. Guy's just knocked out another top ten contender. Yeah. So, you know, we did lose against Rockhold. It's no shit, against losing to Luke Rockhold. Like that's no shame. You know, he's a former champion on his day. Luke Rockhold's probably the best middleweight on the planet. Doesn't have that many days anymore. Yeah, when but, he's not when he's not modelling for Ralph Lauren. Exactly, David Branch, as you say, he was in the UFC originally. Come out of the UFC because of performances. Went into World Series of Fighting, had that incredible run. I think he had eleven
0: fights on the spin, man. He was knocking dudes out for fun. He was like
1: middleweight or welterweight champ, middleweight champ, obviously. Yeah, mm. yeah. And then uh, comes back into the UFC. Beats my mate Jocko, a top ten guy. Fights a old, gets. Submitted by Rockhold. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Well, that's but then it. I've he makes watched a him statement the... against Thiago Santos. No, I've watched him against Rockhold and gone, man. Yeah, He is a little bit vanilla. Yeah, but, but
0: he's like. But you he say, proved you it what, at the weekend. He's got watch, power. Exactly,
1: man. You watch him the weekend. Power, you think big oh, overhand right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So prior to that, his only losses prior to you know losing to Luke Rockhold um, were Paul Harris, the leg-lock fucking killer, and and Rumble Johnson. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you can't really. Is is Korea? Is Korea losses absolutely stack up? He's only lost to the very best guys in the world. Mm. He's just a little bit vanilla, isn't he? There's just not much about him. He's he's quite a forgettable fighter, if you like. Yeah. But more that's performances what... like that over and right at the weekend, and he won't be forgetting about forgettable for much longer. Well,
0: that's it. That's where I'm at it with him because I think if he was a little bit more brash, a little bit more Kevin Lee, let's just say, I'd yeah. probably remember him a little bit more when he did get defeated. But like i say against the when when he fought Rockall and he was submitted by Rockall, i was like oh, okay he's not all that and then at the weekend i think okay i'll pay a bit of attention to this he knocks out the kid cuz you know what i'm like i love just stand up knockout dudes of course and he's delivered one of exactly what i want out of my yep. ufc events and i think hmm, should I start taking this dude a little bit more seriously in this in this weight well, division
1: well he's 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 legitimately back in the top 10 in the middle, middleweight division now mm. and i just think i think he's a bit he's a bit who do you want to see him in with then i mean cuz he's got to beat for me, he's got to beat one of the big names. Yeah. He's got to beat,
0: I know that you, we would mentioned Rod there, but a wide man. He's got to beat somebody like that in this
1: division for me to go, yeah, like a Jacare or something. He's got to take him out. Absolutely. And you know what? He's probably not that far off a fight like that now as well. I think statement wins like that are what the UFC like because that's what people come away talking about. Wow, what a fucking punch that was from. They give him a performance, didn't Branch. they? I'm sure he got a little bit. I think he got easy. a performance bonus, yeah, yeah. So, you know, match him up with a, Tavares or uh, Uriah Hall or Vita Belfour maybe. So, you know Other people in around that, Derek Brunson, someone else around that area. I think a Wyman a Bisping, a Gastelum. One step too far at the moment. Well, I think he, he'd choose them, obviously, but they're a bit fed up the rankings. I don't think any of them would, would look necessarily at David Branch because it's not, he's not a... If you put a fight on next week... There's no benefit for them, yeah. Yeah, they did, they did him as a main event with Rockhold. And mm. Rochold saved him. So I don't think he's a, he's a main event fighter. And they're all main eventers. Mm. But co-main with a, a Brunson or or a Uriah Hall. Mm. Okay, mm. I, I'm buying that, yeah. Okay, Why not?
0: all right, all right. Bizarre fight of the night has got to be that Ricky Simon
1: finish. Yeah, what the fuck was that all about? That was so weird, wasn't it? I'm, I'm gonna have How to many times one. have you watched it now? I, I was watching it and I was like, I watched it in real time. I've just watched it again now before we started the show. Right,
0: okay. Mad. It's weird. Yeah. For those that have not seen this, if you, I'm, I'm sure it's knocking about on YouTube or something. You'll be able to get it on your BT player or something. Uh, that, that's for UK. I have no doubt if you listen to this in the States, you've probably already seen this. Yeah. So, uh, so Ricky Simon, right? He's fighting uh, Mirab uh, Divyashvili. Nice. Thanks. Go for it. Now, Mirab, he's absolutely kicking the fuck out of him, mm. right? I think he, he he's comfortably won the first two rounds. We're into the third round now, right? And with about a minute left, of uh, the last uh, round, mm-hmm. uh, Ricky Simon... It's get, a guillotine. It gets him in... Yeah, but it's a guillotine where Mirab's on his back. Yeah, so he's a mount. Yeah, so he's he's got him in a guillotine in mount. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Thank you very much for that technicality, right? And he's squeezing and... Sque- There's a minute left, and as soon as he got it on, and it was deep, you could see it was deep, and I thought to myself, he's fucked it, yeah. he's lost this. And he, he was squeezing and squeezing and squeezing, but then what Mirab was doing... First of all, he was doing the, his arms were going yeah. in order to just keep the blood flowing, just keep the blood flowing around his body, just to keep consciousness. Cause he's won the fight. If yeah, he yeah. stays awake, he can't get out of that. He can't get out of that situation. Mm-hmm. If he stays awake, he wins the fight and he'll win it 2 1, right? Round wise. And then obviously his arms start packing in on him. So then he goes, Right, I need to get my bicycle going. So he gets on his bike and his fucking his legs, legs were just flying. His legs were going all over the place. Absolutely. It's like trying to, it's like. Trying to wash a four-year-old's hair, right? That's exactly what he was like. When I'm trying to wash my little lad's hair, he's like, well, fuck off, Dad, I'm not having it." He doesn't say fuck off, but you get the gist. The arms are going, the legs are going. It's like water's going all over the bathroom. That's what Mirab was like. His legs were going. He was proper giving it the Tour de France, weren't he? The legs are going just to keep the blood pumping around his body. Then, his legs didn't stop, though. No. His legs didn't stop. They just went into autopilot, so his legs kept
1: going. But the referee was asking him, and, he, and he, every now and again, he'd give the referee a thumbs up. Yeah. Because the referee was obviously saying, you all right, you you're all right, you you're right." And he did, he did it at least twice, was just giving a little thumbs up. Yeah. To let the referee know, don't stop it. I know I'm fucked. I'm all right. But I know the
0: clock's ticking. Yeah, I'm all right. So then the hooter goes. So he thinks to yourself, fuck me, man. Survived. <laughs> Breathing through your ears. That yeah. was absolutely outrageous. So Ricky Simon then lets go of the hold. And as he lets go of him, he's fucked. He's, he's gone. He's out. Yeah
1: but his legs are still going.
0: And he's out. Yeah, like you you're trying to talk to him and he's like, "Oh fuck, he's gone." Right? Jesus yeah. Christ. So he's completely out, but his legs are still doing it. It's like when you cut a fucking chicken's head off. When you when it yeah.
1: yeah. still runs it around still the yard.
0: Keep, keeps running around. So then at that point you think to yourself, "Fucking hell, he's won. He's obviously won that fight 2 rounds to 1."
1: But then they give it to Ricky Simon because yeah. Say so it was a submission in the, in the last second. Well, in the in the 5th minute of the third round. But they he didn't it as a submission. But he didn't tap no technical submission. That, it was judged as that is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I think it's because obviously he's out cold. So, but he wasn't out cold. The it was re- it was such a weird finish. Yeah,
0: he didn't tap. He wasn't out. The ref didn't give it. The hooter went. The fight was over. When
1: he climbed off, the ref went, "Oh, he's out." Actually, yeah, yeah.
0: Because I think like was saying so-
1: he's gone. He's
0: he's fucked. It, yeah. yeah, it's like sending someone off in footy after the final whistle. Yeah, yeah. Of course, weird mate.
1: Well, that's VAR for you.
0: Got a bit of VAR. <laughs> bring, did you see that game, that Germany game, by the way? Yeah, exactly. In Germany, we when we fucking they fucking brought, brought
1: them back on for the pen. So they went off at half-time. <laughs> Hang on, someone's
0: unballed that, bring him back on. During the half-time break to take a penalty. Ridiculous, then. Absolutely mad shit. But, but that fight, man,
1: was mad. Yeah, it was. And, you know, obviously you, it's rare you see shit like that. But we, we've all seen it when guys, or, or even girls... When the referee stops fighting, they keep on fighting, though they try and. Sometimes the referee'll jump in, yes. and they're trying to leg lock the referee and shit because yes. like they're half conscious, they're half dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I that, love that when they're on the
0: deck and they're just punching the sky. Yeah, like exactly. yes. Yeah, Not yeah. whatever. There's happened. no one there anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Been dragged away.
1: And that, I think that's what this was here. Dash legs were gone, just in autopilot. His brain was fucking still firing. Survive mode. Yeah. But he was he was out cold. Yeah, you know. I think it was the right decision. When I see, obviously, when it happened, I thought, fucking hell, good on you, man, you've survived. But when he stepped off him, I was like, oh, man, that guy's in a bad way. Someone fucking help him quick. But it was weird. Very weird situation. Very weird. Mm. Respect to him for not tapping, though. 100%, Hundred percent you're Googling that right now, aren't you? Yeah, you've whole... got it. It's fucking weird. Yeah. It's proper weird. Maybe. It reminds me the kids have got a Moana, like a swimming moana for the bath. Yeah. And when the batteries go on it, its fucking arms just keep going yeah. until like the batteries wind up. It must be like a thing to get rid of the batteries or whatever. And it just reminds me of that as like little legs just flicking away. Like I was like, Jesus. Weird. Weird. I was do you know what? I was gutted on this card though for Brett Johns because undefeated, mm. first Welshman in the UFC. I talked about him last week. I was bigging him up I Had that amazing calf slicer submission last time mm. out. Mm. But I also mentioned the fact that Aljamain Sterling, big step up, guys in the top 10. Aljamain Sterling, he's like, he's got all the hallmarks to be a superstar. Looks great, talks great, you know, from a great camp. Chris Wyvern, all them guys, Matt Serra, got everything to make it as a superstar. And looked like he was going to do so when he first came into the UFC. But he struggles for consistency. I don't know whether it's because he, when he fights guys above him, he freezes a little bit and gives them a bit too much respect. I don't know. But obviously, Brett John's coming from below him. Algermaine Sterling just handled them for three rounds. Absolutely handled them. Mm. And again, it was another case of I'm from a wrestling background, son. I'm far taller than you. I'm much rangier than you. So I'm going to pick you off on the feet. If you come anywhere near me, I'm just going to put you on your back. Mm. And Brett John's is no joke, man. Absolutely no joke. But from Brett John's perspective, I'm kind of... I'm not happy it's happened, because obviously you want him to stay undefeated, you want him to stay on this run, but it's it's a cliche, but this loss will do him the world of good, because he will go away now, and he's got a shitload to work on, and that's a good thing. Mm. And also, we should probably consider where he is in this bantamweight division, because Sterling's massive, lean as fuck, and, and Brett Johns is quite little, chunky Welsh guy. There may there may be a potential to move down. If he moved down, he could be an absolute killer. I don't know, you know... it. You could say the same thing about Frankie Edgar, but then Frankie Edgar's still doing it at the top of the featherweight division. So, you know, the good thing is gives Brett Johns loads of work on, but it just like Sterling turned up and just mm. handled his business.
0: I'll tell you, I felt sorry for Dan Hooker, yeah. Dan the Hangman, right? If you're classed, gonna, though, he? yeah, yeah, he is classmate, but if you're gonna knock somebody out, right, don't knock out the hometown boy. I know exactly. So therefore, he knocked out Jim Miller, absolutely starched him, and the whole room just went. <gasps> Normally you get a bit of a celebration, don't you? Normally everybody goes a little bit crazy. It's very similar, actually, to uh, being in Manchester when uh, Danny Roberts and Mike Perry fought. Yeah. And Mike Perry stopped him in in the last round and everybody just went... (gasps) Yeah, exactly. And there was nothing going on in the arena. It was the most (laughs) weird, weird vibe. But Dan, Dan, the fucking hangman, he's on a... Proper knockout, there, yeah, isn't that
1: after, kid, man. After he beat Jaczy, didn't he? Last time out or whatever. So yeah, he's, he's not uh, fucking about. He is. He's absolutely legit. And you know what I liked about it as well. When Paul Felder got on the mic to interview him afterwards, and he was like, "Who do you want next?" And he was just like, "That's a Felder." Well, you're not fighting anyone. Let's fight you. I was like, "Yeah, that's the business." <laughs> look, obviously, we love it when people call it out, but when it's the interview yeah, guy yeah. Well, me. What you, about then? you then? You're you right now. And then Paul Felder was on the back foot then, so he was like, "Great, no one's ever called me out before." Uh If if John Shelby or anyone can this is actually yeah make it happen? It was like yeah respect. It's like yeah fucking go on then let's do it. I'll have a go. Yeah exactly. Good luck. At uh, the other major talking point
0: from uh, Atlantic City at the weekend was this Aspen Lad thing with uh, Leslie Smith. Did you catch
1: most of this? Yeah, I'm all over it. Yeah, bit messed up. Very messed up, mate. Mm-hmm. So again,
0: I'll try and give a little bit of a brief synopsis. Uh, Aspen Lad. Yeah. Mrs. Wait. Yeah. So therefore, the fight's off.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, Mrs. Wait. Then so it, they go to Leslie Smith yeah. and say, right, you know the drill. She's missed weight. You're getting 20% of her purse. Mm-hmm. Everything's hunky-dory. Mm-hmm. Leslie Smith says no. So then Aspen Lad come back and went, I'll give you an extra five grand. Hang on. Leslie Smith is denying that that happened. Right,
0: okay. So she's denying that they came with this extra five grand. Right, okay. Because uh, Leslie Smith was getting paid anyway. She's made weight. She was getting... Uh, show a, money. She was getting a show money. She was getting uh, a win money as well for uh, because of the fight... Uh, because Aspen Lad had missed.
1: Yep. That was part Some of Some good money as well. Yeah, I think it was $62,000. Well, that was, $2, that was, that was with, the, with the win as well. So yeah. so so basically she was offered 31. Right. Initially. You're right, you'll get your 31 then. If you don't want to take the fight, she's still entitled to a yeah. 31. So what
0: basically. would you do in that situation? You don't have to fight. You don't have to do it. You don't have to go to work this weekend, but we're still going to pay you.
1: I'm taking that. But then she'd have got 31, she'd have got 20% of Aspen Lad plus the extra five grand on top. But she's denying that that five grand was offered. Okay. So let's say Aspen Lad's on same 30. Yeah. yeah. So she gets 20% of that as well. So mm-hmm. there's an extra six grand. So she's now getting 37K. Okay. Just to take the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Even without the f- extra five grand. I'm not, you know, at the end of the day, I wasn't close enough to the action to be able to, I'm just trying to call it our was safe. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. But ultimately she doesn't take the fight. The fight's called off. Yeah, yeah. And then what happens next? Well, she's cut from the UFC. So the UFC said, okay, there's your 31 grand. In fact, there's your 31 grand. Win money as well. So now we're giving you 62 grand. There you go. And there's your card. Fuck off. We don't want you no more.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you know why? I know why. Because she's one of the people that was quite vocal when it came to obviously
1: making the union. Exactly. She's a pretty big player in the Project Spearhead union, fighter union things. So... Uh, obviously the UFC can go, well, she wouldn't fight. We offered her a shitload of money, she wouldn't fight. We don't want girls that don't want to fight. If you don't want to fight for us or, or this promotion, then don't fight. So see you later. There's your check. Get out. And we give her a win money. We didn't have to do it. We give her a win money and went, you know what? Yeah, yeah. We don't want people that don't want to fight, so get out. Obviously, it was the perfect excuse to get shot of it. Um because this is the same Leslie Smith, by the way, that was very vocal about six months ago about saying, if you need someone to go and fight Chris Cyborg, I'll fight her, not a problem, I'll do it. So it's not like she doesn't want to fight. Yeah, yeah. She obviously... Something went on in New Jersey at the weekend where she thought, Aspen lad, that's not enough. Or whatever it was. Do you know what I mean? Whatever the situation is. You know, sometimes, if you have a tough weight cut and you get there and the other person doesn't make weight and they go, ah, but you're going to get 20%. You go, you know what? Fuck you. I killed myself to make weight. Plus, we talked about this the other week on the show. If you look at the amount of people that miss weight but then go on and win. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Kevin Lee. It's like 90... Kevin Lee. Yeah. I if it's not 100%, it's not far off 100%. Mm. People who miss weight in the UFC and then go on and win, yeah, they lose 20% of the pace, but their fucking win record keeps going. Mm. So maybe maybe some of that was playing on her mind, but obviously I think it was the relationship, certainly with uh, this project spearhead that she paid the price for. Yeah, yeah.
0: So she got $62,000. That's what she wants to wear we from the weekend for not fighting, but she
1: also lost a deal. She lost the job. <sighs> UFC man, they don't fuck about. So, so how many how many fighters now? I think they were saying that they need thirty or forty percent of the UFC roster to sign up to this like uh, registration with Project Spearhead, and then they can take it to the US government and go right. Okay, we've got th- we got a union. Though. It's either thirty or forty percent. We've got a proper union. Can you investigate how the UFC employs their contractors? Because the argument is that. UFC fighters are officially contractors, mm. but in reality, they treat, as they, they treat them as staff. No, they treat them as staff. Oh, right, 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 They yeah. dictate what they do, when they do it, The image rights, yeah, that's right, everything. Yeah. They control everything about yeah. it. So the union, the fighters, some fighters, want a union to come in to protect everybody. Um, but obviously, if you're one of those people who, who've been approached and you're thinking, you know what, it's probably good for the sport, yeah, yeah. Now you're thinking, fuck that. I don't want my marching papers because I'm telling you now, 30 to 40% of the roster, Project Spear, they won't be going after Daniel Cormier or fucking Stipe or the big hitters who are making good money. Mm. They're going after people who are quite new to the roster or middle-row middle, middle fighters. And the middle-row fighters, they can't afford to be cut by the UFC because yep. they're still dreaming of becoming the next Daniel Cormier. So getting 30 to 40% sign up is tough enough. Mm. But when the spokesperson for the organization gets fucking volleyed because she won't take a fight at late notice... Good luck getting the rest now.
0: Mm. Um, another bit of big news from the world of UFC, and I'm gutted about this.
1: Ponzinibbio's hurt himself, So, Ah, uh, I know. Fucks up our welterweight tournament, doesn't yeah, it, in May?
0: Yeah. Santiago Ponzinibbio has uh, picked up an injury uh, in training.
1: So he's out of Chile, he's May 19th.
0: Out, he's out of Chile against uh, Kamaru Usman. Kamaru Usman needs a knock though, mate. He, needs to, keep, uh, he keep, needs to keep on the bandwagon because as we've just said, there's a welterweight tournament going on at this moment in time. You've got Dos Anjos and Covington going at it. You've got Till and Wonderboy going at it. You don't want to be left behind, Kamaru.
1: Nope. So who does he fight, man? I don't know. I think at the moment the problem is because it's such a it's May nineteenth, isn't it? So it's it's like three weeks away. Mm -hmm. Um, It's such late notice they're going to struggle to get a top ranked welterweight. Your only hope really is to maybe get a middleweight and maybe do it as a maybe do as a bit of a catchweight fight. Mm. Um, I don't know. I feel a bit for Kamara Usman because he's like he's like the fight that nobody wants. But then again, you know, Kamara Usman's also his own worst enemy because. He's so effective at what he does, yet he's not—he's not exactly lighting the place up, is he? Either mm. you know, he's not the first name on everybody's lips in this welterweight division, even though he's got an incredible record in the UFC. So it's a—it's uh, a weird one, you know. He's like the welterweight nobody wants. You know, he's un- unbeaten in the UFC, but he's a, you know—he doesn't finish fights. I think he's only had one finish or two finishes in his in his entire UFC career. Think he I think he won tough by submission. And he's knocked out Mariah's. Everything else has been a, a, a you know a, a decision win. So I don't know, man. I think he, find, he finds himself on the outside looking back in once again. But you know what? I think with Usman, I think if they if they've had the option, they 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 promoted somebody from the undercard here to front this chilly show. But it's just so late notice now because I think Usman's the perfect to go. Right, stay in shape. Got Thompson Till. You've got Gunny. Uh, you know, you've got. shitload of welterweights coming up in the next couple of weeks. You're our guy. Just stay on weight. You're our guy. If anything fucks up, you're going to step in. Because you know how I feel about Stephen Wonderman Thompson. Mate, I will only be happy when that motherfucker is walking Scouse Earth. I will tell you that right now. Mm. Because between now and then... We've got a long time to go before May 27th, and I will only be happy when Wonderboy Thompson gets off the plane at John Lennon Airport. That's when I will be happy. Is that
0: is that chilli... The reason why you're chatting away there, and I'm just having a quick flick down uh, one of my social media feeds here, just to see if that chilli card's still going ahead, because I, I could have sworn that Uzumir and Shogun was on that card. Yeah, that's that's been moved as it's well. It's been pulled to Germany that, hasn't that's, it? That's that's so they've
1: just announced Germany yeah, uh, on Hamburg. July 22nd in Hamburg and the main event is Volkan versus Shogun. Yeah. The problem is Volkan but was that and Uzemir, not originally originally but Volkan couldn't get a couldn't get a license to fight ah. internationally. Ah, okay. So he was struggling to get his uh, get a visa. Um He's not allowed to use. Oh, he's, he, that's right. He's not allowed to leave the US, is he? Because he's got that investigation into the uh, uh, the battery charge or whatever it was, the incident that happened last year. Right. Okay. So he can't leave the US in time to get to Chile. So I think, I think the co-main for Chile is like some fucking women's flyaway fight or something, which you can't sell a card on that. You, you mm. know, you know, even 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 the first ever card in Chile. Yeah. That ain't gonna that ain't gonna work as a main event. Far from it. So.
0: So so Hamburg is happening July Hamburg, 22nd, isn't
1: it? Ju- yeah, July 22nd, okay, and that's cool. Volcan versus Shogun, yeah. Mm. It's the only thing that's been announced for it so far, I think. Mm,
0: okay, there you go. How's um, uh, our boy Darren Till, by the way? The reason why I bring this up is because th- Nick never tells me what he's fucking up to, right? He hangs about, and I- I'm talking to you as well, Mr. Chillerberti, right? I'm talking to you, right? He fucking Ben Chilly. The, the, these UFC lads and Dan Hardy, they all keep it all together. They all keep it in-house. Last week, um, Nick's filming a, do- a documentary.
1: Am I right in saying that? Documentary for, uh, it's called it's called The Fighting Pride.
0: Of Merseyside.
1: Uh, it's a documentary about uh, about uh, mixed martial arts and Liverpool, yeah. which is going to go out, uh, I'm told, after the Champions League final, the day before UFC Liverpool. Okay.
0: So last week you're filming this, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know he filmed it, doesn't fucking tell me anything, doesn't need, doesn't need to, doesn't need to check in with me, mate, I'm not his fucking wife. Um, but I, then I just get a random picture of uh, him in Team Cowbond's gym. Cheers for the invite, mate. Yeah, 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 just hanging out with Tillowey. Yeah, sound, doing a full day, were you? Having
1: a right old chin with Asla. We had a good time. How is it? He's a fucking monster, son. He's a monster, so, you know what, I kept it in the family as well. So I'm at the gym. This was last week, Thursday. I'm in the gym all day Thursday. Killers are all in there. Terry Ettenham's back in there. I saw that Terry was on the pitch. Yeah, man. Terry looks great. Terry's still tapping people out for fun. And he's not even, you know, he's not even fighting, shape. he's not fighting anymore, but he still looks, he's still shredded to bits and he's still absolutely a monster. Honestly, Terry Ettingham, if if he had the application, he could get fit now and come back and do shit. I mean, really do stuff in this sport. Um, but he was one of many in there. Tony Moran, my old mate who we've had on this show, um, was in there as well. Tony's a veteran, obviously, sparred with Bisping, sparred with Rampage Jackson, sparred with Czech Congo. He was part of the Wolveslayer team when it was a team back in the day. And uh, so the first thing I did after the training session, I made the beeline for Big Tony and was like, you know, what's he like? Because they did him and Till did a bit of sparring together, a good move around anyway. And uh, that, t- Tony said to me, he said, the best I've ever sparred with. Best I've ever sparred with. And bear bit of mine, Tony went on sport with world champion boxers. He's been around fight sports on Mayside for fucking about 30 years. And he's just said, he's the best ever. Something's he got it. There's something about him. He's fucking magic. He said, he hits like a freight train. He's massive. He's everywhere. His, his, his ring IQ is second to none. He was waxing. <laughs> <really> <laughs> about Stop dancing. it. Honestly, and I was just like, fucking <laughs> hell. So then I'm chatting to Colin. Colin had and Darren's coach and I'm like, you know, how's things, blah, blah, blah. What happened? How come he didn't go over to New York and blah, blah, blah. And Colin said, oh, there was stuff going on about New York. He couldn't get over there. But secretly, Colin was like, I was kind of happy he didn't go. He went, because Wonderboy... Would have shit himself if if Darren had squared up to him. By the way, Colin refuses to call him Wonderboy as well because he's a 35-year-old. Wonder man. man. <laughs> he says Stephen. He said Stephen's bottle would have gone if he'd have seen Darren in the flesh and see how big he is. He said, I don't I don't want him to see Darren until he steps off the plane in Liverpool. Then let him see how big Darren is. Then let him see how big of a of a welterweight he is. Um so he was kind of happy that he didn't go out there. But uh man, that camp is they're working. They're working hard every day. Double days. And so I'm leave, I'm about to leave the gym on a Thursday. And Darren's like, oh, oh what's up? And he's like, oh, I need to find a sports masseuse. I'm screwed, man. I need someone to give me a good rub down Did, you, did you give me a rub down, lad? So I went, right, stay there, straight on the phone. Tony Pete, wasn't I, my dad? Yeah, He's yeah, obviously yeah. a physio, works yeah, for yeah, Everton yeah. and everything. So, right. Got a man here. Got the champ here, needs a bit of a rubdown. So my dad went down on Friday. Give him a rubdown. So my dad is now part of Team Dad and oh, He's officially in the all team in now. Yeah, he's in the team. That's it. Tony Pete, official masseuse of the gorilla. Is he? Yeah, official masseuse. Getting yeah. his hands all over the silverback. That's, That's what he's it. doing. Tony'll be there, won't he? Not off. Cage side, he'll there with Tony P. He's getting more hands on the gorilla than Wonderboy will, let me tell you. <laughs> Mate,
0: it's going to be a mega, mega, mega week that week. It's going to be insane. I actually can't wait for it because it's a bank holiday weekend, of course, which everybody's excited about anyway. There's a there's something, being in Liverpool at the weekend for the Amir Khan fight, obviously I know this is our UFC show, but we're in Liverpool at the weekend for the Amir Khan stuff. There's something, and I know... I pick it up because you're a Scouser, and I yep. know that our studio is based in Liverpool. But there's something special about this city. It's a weird city, weird city, and I don't think anybody that if you have, if you've never spent any time here, it's it's a loan to itself in a way. Yeah, but once you're welcomed in, which I haven't been yet, but if you are if you are welcomed in, it's a fantastic place to be because all people want to talk to you about is football and fighting. That's it. That's it. Don't do anything else. I don't want to talk about anything else other than football and fighting. Nope. Fucking heaven, mate. Absolute heaven. So I'm strutting down the street on the way down to the Echo Arena where Darren's obviously going to be performing on May the 27th on my way to the boxing at the weekend. And a yep. few people, obviously, with it being in Liverpool, we have a radio show in Liverpool, people know what kind of know us, yep. vaguely. So a few people say, oh, you off to the fight, mate? Blah, blah, blah. What about Till? Every fucker, yeah. every scouser is like going, oh, mate, listen to the show, yeah. When's Darren on next? Fuck me, mate. Yeah, yeah, he'll be on in a couple of weeks. We're doing a series Series like in, in, in fight week. Oh, mate, I'll be all over that, mate. I'll be, oh, he's going to fucking do him, is <laughs> the he? The buzz already, like a yeah. month out for Darren Till is a joke. There's billboards up already around the city. Mm -hmm. You cannot escape the fact that the UFC is coming to Liverpool and one of their own is the main boy. The excitement around this... It's just ridiculous. I don't think I've
1: experienced anything like this before, not even with Bellew, you know. Yeah, it's kind of mad because I think it's because it's the first one, though, isn't it? I think yeah, from five fans, we've been talking about it for 10 years, you know, since Terry Eton was in the UFC and doing great things and was being compared to Anderson Silver at one point and was really looked like it was going to happen. And it, you know, I spoke to Terry about it last week and to, and to Colin, and he was like, You'd be surprised how close it came. You know, it literally was very, very close. I mean, talking about, you know, the, the the facilities and how the facilities at the Echo Arena would suit a UFC event and what hotel he would use, all that conversations. They went on seven or eight years ago, but it just didn't happen. It didn't get pushed over the line. Now, you know, I talked about this last week on the documentary, which again is, is, is not ready for telly yet, but I was basically saying they had the right fighter skill-wise in Terry yetum. But he didn't, te- you know, I love Teddy to bits, but he hasn't got that ma- media marketability. X-Factor. He hasn't got the X-Factor yet. He hasn't got the X-Factor. He's got it inside the octagon in abundance, but outside of it, he just hasn't got the ability to carry a show himself. Obviously, we've got that now. We've got that in Darren Till, and it's going to be fucking absolutely magic on May 27th. I promise you something, right? If you
0: and I know that there's a lot of people listening to this show that didn't get a ticket. And again, we we spoke about this on last week's show when we were slagging off various fucking tickets out, buying shit and selling Comptious, it for God knows how much. And we felt for you, man, because we tried our best to buy some tickets so we could flog them to you for face value through this show, which this, we got fucking done as well. If you didn't get a ticket for the event, come to Liverpool anyway. Yeah. Come to Liverpool anyway. It's going to be
1: the best weekend ever.
0: Just come anywhere, right? Champions League Find final. A, it'll be on Saturday in a bar. It'll be on. Obviously, it's Saturday night's Champions League final, so they'll all be a bit miserable after getting twatted off Real Madrid. Get out of town. So then, on the Sunday, we'll have a full day. Mm-hmm. We'll have a bit of a crack. We, we might even come up with a venue for everybody to meet and have a bit of a crack and yep. what have you. If you've got a ticket, go to the venue. If you haven't, stay in the bar and watch, watch the fights. And then afterwards... When this kid fucking lights up the UFC, it is going to be the place to be. It's bank holiday weekend, mm-hmm. so get yourself a train ticket, wherever you are in the in the country, and get yourself into Liverpool that weekend. It's going to be unbelievable, mate.
1: It's going to be insane. It's going to be absolute flames. Can't wait.
0: I've uh, my my missus, I've told you about it I think I've I've told this
1: story on here. I don't think you said it on here, but you said she's away.
0: Yeah. So my missus, um, every year she goes away with a group of pals, right? And they pick a fucking different destination. You know what girls are like, right? Yeah. They say that they graft hard at home looking after the kids and all this type of bullshit. I fucking look after the it, kids. It's sound, right? Anyway, right? So they're, they're off to Spain for five days, her and her mates. Just so happens it's fucking UFC Liverpool weekend, isn't it? So I'm left with the kids. Anyway, I'm uh, thinking I've, I've got to be obviously at UFC Liverpool. So phones my mum up. Mum? Bank holiday weekend, May 27th, need you to have the kids. Need to have them all day because I'm going to Liverpool. We're doing the thing. I'll pick them up Monday afternoon. Yeah, all right, love. No, 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 Puts the phone down, job done, right? So that's that taken care of. Then I'm having a chat with you about it. Liverpool obviously turned City over and I'm thinking, there's a real chance Liverpool could be in fucking Champions League final here. Yeah? I need to be in Liverpool on Saturday as well. <laughs> Mum, do you know when I said 27th, can you do 26th as well? What, not instead of? No, as well as. Can you, are, you, are you all right to uh, sort that out like no worries, love. It'd be an absolute pleasure. Super Puts phone down. <laughs> Little did I know that my missus was coming into the bedroom when I'm having that conversation on the phone to my mum. She goes, what were you doing then? Just arranging my mum to uh, have the kids while you're away. <laughs> you fucking what? <laughs> Honestly, I got my backside towing. Seriously, new one torn. I don't care, mate. Don't care. Yeah. Champions League final on the Saturday. A little bit of UFC Liverpool on the Sunday. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Pick the kids up, Monday tea time. (laughs) It's going to be insane. Should be an absolute cracker, yeah. So make sure you try and come and join us in Liverpool uh, for that week. We've still got a lot of fighting to talk about before we even get there, though, because um, I know there's nothing coming up this weekend or the weekend after, Mm -hmm. but then we've got Amanda Nunes back in action, haven't we? May 12th, Uh, yeah. May 12th. Then we've obviously got The
1: Uh, the chilli show in whatever guise that
0: becomes. I know that we've got uh, RDA and Covington and obviously the uh, Whitaker romero fight. Fantastic card, that.
1: The return of CM
0: Punk, (laughs) I (laughs) noticed. He's on there as well. (laughs) And then we get down to it, man. Then we get down to it, don't we? Should be an absolute cracking mess. So make sure you come and join us uh, throughout the course of that month. If you uh, have only just stumbled across us, you can subscribe uh, via uh, iTunes. Uh, You can also subscribe via our website fightdisciples.com All the Android feeds are on there, and you can get us on our website as well and uh, social media feeds at FightDisciples on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: Yeah, I'll have some more Darren Till chattering for next week. Oh, will you? Yeah, yeah. Am I we we'll allowed to, bit, we'll have have allowed to come to that? No. Yeah, yeah. I'll get it sorted. You can come down and see the champ. No, we'll do next week as well. Let's have a chat. Have you seen, have you seen Tough yet? It started on Wednesday. I haven't seen the first episode. No, neither have vi- I. And
0: DC are the main boys. Yeah,
1: it? yeah, tough twenty-seven, I think it is. So it's, it, it looks decent because it's all undefeated fighters. Everybody on is undefeated, got an undefeated record. So um, I haven't watched it yet. Let's watch two episodes of that before next week, and we'll have a bit of a chat about tough. Right. See what it looks like. All right, yeah, yeah. Before right. the big showdown, obviously in July. Right. Okay. By then, obviously, Darren Till's going to be the number one contender. So.
0: Mm. Just keep an eye on uh, Nick's social media this week because I've no doubt it'll be some bullshit excuse going, oh, mate, it was a last minute thing. Like, and you obviously coming over, for, like, you just wouldn't have made it in time. Uh, oh, Darren, Darren. Uh. <laughs> and then every, every time I... And that's another thing, actually. Every time I see Darren, he goes, why didn't you come to this? Why didn't you come to that? Nick didn't fucking invite me, mate. <laughs> why didn't you invite him, Nick? Oh, it's just too
1: late, mate, to tell him. Too late to... He thinks you'd have come. He won't come. Whenever <laughs> he says, where's Adam? I just go... Phew. Foxy Bingo, they keep them Ah! (laughs) busy. (laughs) And on
0: that note, I'm out of here. By the way, Mum, I'm sorry for saying the c-word. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.